0: Welcome to Cathedral of Holiness Missionary Baptist Church Sermon Podcast. I am Bishop Dawn R. Brown, Senior Pastor and Founder. I pray that today's message inspires, uplifts, challenges, and more importantly, helps you to make a decision about your spiritual journey. I hope you enjoy the message. At the twenty-first
1: verse, again, that Psalms. Chapter 73, starting at the 21st verse. And it reads Thus my heart was grieved, and I was vexed in my mind. I was foolish and ignorant. I was like a beast before you. Nevertheless, I am continually with you. You hold me by my right hand. You will guide me with your counsel, and afterward receive me to glory. Whom have I in heaven but you? And there is none upon the earth that I desire besides you. My flesh and my heart fail, but God is the strength of my heart and my portion forever.
0: May the Lord have blessing
1: to the reading and hearing of his word. And from the, these verses, uh, the title will be born to die. Born to die. You may be seated. First, I'd like to give honor to God, Jesus Christ, Holy Spirit, our bishop in her absence on her wedding anniversary vacation, um, ministers, saints, and friends. Born to die, lanternflies, we all know them, we've all seen them. They're the little insects that fly, and they got the red underneath their wings, and they're spotted. They're beautiful to look at, but destructive in nature. Lanternflies were born to die. Upon research, it is found that this insect serves no actual purpose on this earth. I looked it up. Lanternflies are no harm to humans as they do not bite or sting, but they can cause serious damage to crops, trees, and plants. When lanternflies feed, they have a sugary substance called honeydew that encourages the growth of black mold. So if you ask any farmer or gardener what to do when you see a lanternfly, and they will say, kill them. In Psalm 73, Asaph is speaking about how he was tempted to envy the wicked who seemed to have no cares. The wicked in this text built their fortunes upon the backs of those they took advantage of. In modern time, this may look like the girl who has a new expensive outfit every time she comes to school, but it's stolen. This could be the boy who has the new Nikes, LeBron's, and Jordan sneakers before it even releases, but he sold drugs to buy them. This is the star football player that everyone loves, but he throws his lunch at the loner in the corner. This could be the co-worker that just always has a bad attitude. This always has something negative to say. Always. And instead of calling them names, I now call them a lanternfly because you serve no purpose. In verse 25, Asaph has an epiphany as to what really matters in life. He says, whom have I in heaven but you? And in earth has nothing. And earth has nothing I desire besides you. To Asaph, a relationship with God mattered above all else. Without that relationship, life has no real purpose. King Solomon discovered how futile life is when it is lived only for this world. In Ecclesiastes 12, 13, and 14, he states, To fear God and keep his commandments, for this is the whole duty of man. For God will bring every deed into judgment, every hidden thing, whether it is good or evil. Fearing God means saying no to going to that party where there's going to be drinking and drugs. Fearing God means saying no to getting into a car where you may not even know the driver, or you know that they've been drinking. Fearing God means standing up against your even your friends, and maybe some weekend in the house with your parents. I can imagine that if Sister Sinai or Sister Simone were here, they would have made a fix at me because it doesn't sound like a great idea. And their friends may even call, call them some choice words for making that decision. However, some adults can attest how these decisions impacted their lives and maybe saved them. When getting in the car would have been the easy thing to do, but finding out later the driver ran a red light, crashed, and there were no no survivors. Or how the house party was broken up by cops, and because you were the closest one to the stash of drugs, it's now you in handcuffs. Being a Christian is not about how many Bible verses you can recite at a moment's notice. Being a Christian, it is not about how many babies you save from burning fires or little puppies on the side of the road. Being about your father's business is sitting with the loner at lunch, standing up for the girl who constantly gets bullied or separated from the group. Being about your father's business is living out the relationship you've built on your own with God and sharing why it's important to you. Standing against the crowd is not easy. And quite honestly, we've all had to go through some hardships to truly understand why it's important to have a relationship with God. However, do not be a lanternfly. It is the most freeing feeling when you find your confidence in God. The feeling when you no longer care about who talks bad about you, that you're not invited to the party, that you're not invited to this or that. It doesn't matter that the people you once called your sisters or your brothers or your BFF are mere strangers now. The peace you feel when you find your purpose in life is worth every single thing missed. It may not feel like it at the moment, but you can ask any adult in this room, and I'm sure they'll have a worth it story for you. Our flesh was born to die. It is easy to get caught up in wanting the newest iPhone and doing whatever it takes to get it. However, the purpose of man is to glorify God. We glorify God by fearing Him and keeping His commandments. We keep our eyes on building a future home in heaven. We were all born to die, but Jesus made a way for us to live in heaven after this life on earth. And because Jesus was born to die on a cross, we are able to have a relationship with God through the Holy Spirit. So we all have a choice. We were all born to die, but would you rather be a landfly, pretty but destructive, or would you rather be like Christ and make an impact while you're here? God bless. So I kind of pulled the, uh, Minister Kyrie, just a little hit it and quit it, but I pray that it, God's words touch someone's heart, um, even getting this sermon, it, it, I had to reflect on what caused me to have my own relationship with God. It's so easy to get caught up in routine and my routine is I go to church every Sunday. That is my routine. My routine is when I wake up, I say, oh, thank you, God, and then that's it. But to have that reminder of what I went through, to develop that love for God and that relationship with God and why it's important, helped me be able to minister to someone younger. I think as we get older, we forget what brought us to Christ. And it's so easy to say, oh, just make the right choices. That didn't work for me. The, those words didn't work, okay? Just make the right choices. Don't do drugs. Don't drink. Don't drive. Right. It's going to work for some adults. So even though, yes, make the right choices, youth. Make the right choices. But there's going to come a point in time when the, if you're going to have to do the hard thing and separate yourself from the group. Because God did not call us to walk with the pact. We walk with God. And if he's not going with the crowd, you don't go with the crowd. And that's a hard decision to make. It's hard. It is very hard. But when you have the backbone of Christ, it's just so much easier. But you're going to have to develop that for yourself. So in order to develop that, it's very easy to accept Christ into your life and say, Christ, I know you existed. I know that you died so that I can have this relationship through the Holy Spirit with God. So that when I do make those mistakes, I'm forgiven. I have a little grace. We can bounce back. We can learn from it. And when i make another mistake, I have grace. I can bounce back. I'm forgiven. Everyone enjoy the service today. We thank God for EIT Rana for joining us once again. It's nice to see your beautiful face and hear your beautiful voice. So we can all stand. We're going to close. Uh, continue to pray for Bishop and Deacon Brown. They have made it safely to Florida. Um, they are spending some time away for their wedding anniversary. Don't ask me how many years. I forget. It's 30-something. Something Something in the 30s. It's 34 or 35. See? We don't know, but Bishop is online, so I'm sure she's typing something. I just can't see it. So we're going to close out. Father God, in the name of Jesus, we, we thank you for this day. Reminder of what our purpose is in life, and that is to serve you, that is to glorify you, that is to keep your commandments, that is to love and cherish you, and remember that we are your children, and that our place, our time in this place, is short, but our life with you is forever. So, God, we ask that you continue to bless those that are here, those who are aligned, and those who could not make it. Please send us home safely, that we arrive safely and cover the people that we love and cherish. In the name of Jesus we pray. Amen.
0: I hope this sermon impacted your life today. So much so that if you have not accepted the Lord Jesus into your life, would you please pray this prayer with me? Dear Jesus, I know that I am a sinner and I ask for your forgiveness. I believe you died for my sins and rose from the dead. I turn from my sins and invite you to come into my heart and into my life. I want to trust you and follow you as my Lord and Savior. Amen. Now, guess what? If you pray that prayer, you are now saved. But the next step is for you to get to a Bible-believing and Bible-teaching church. If you are interested in becoming a member of our ministry, please contact us at 856-678-6144. The Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make his face shine upon you and be gracious to you. The Lord lift up his countenance upon you and give you peace. May God's grace be yours in abundance.